Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conference recording started. Can't talk right now. This is a Zipbox production. Thank you. 
tell you differently are from the enemy. And the next time you're in dreams, this is what you say. You say, nah, uh not me, Satan. I am a daughter of the living God, cherished, loved, and adored above all things by the creator of all things for the glory of him who is greater than all things. I am Good afternoon, ladies. Good afternoon. This is Sharita on this afternoon. I just want to welcome everyone to today's show on this afternoon. Today's show is supported by Women Empowerment Supportive Services. We are an international and global women supportive service group for women around the country. And today we have a special guest with us on today. We have Lady McCoy with us on today. We're going to ask if she's here with us on this afternoon. Is Lady McCoy there on this afternoon? Well, until Lady McCoy gets on the call with us on this afternoon, we're going to let you know a little bit about Women Empowerment Supportive Services. Once again, if you would like to get in contact with us, our number is... 641-715-3900, 641-715-3900, extension 358677. Once again, our contact number is 641-715-3900, extension 358677. The website is info, W-E-N-S-S dot forward slash W-E-N-S-S. That's info, W-E-N-S-S dot winks, W-I-X dot com forward slash W-E-N-S-S. We do have some announcements for you ladies that are here with us on this afternoon. Remember that November the 1st through the 13th, our offices will be closed. And on November the 16th and 17th, we have an upcoming workshop entitled Creating a Vision Board from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Once again, that's November the 16th through the 17th, a two-day workshop creating a vision board from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And on November the 23rd, we have another workshop coming up entitled Overcoming Your Fears from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Once again, November 23rd workshop, Overcoming Your Fears, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And once again, we're going to access Lady McCoy with us on this afternoon. going to take you to a we're going to have a short break and we're going to take you to a song take me as i am Thank you. 
Mary J. Blige, Take Me As I Am, I always stress the fact to women that we need to be who we are, who God created us to be. Never, 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 and I stress this strongly, never allow yourself or allow people to come in your life to try to make you something that you know that you are not. So if, if, you, if a person can't accept you for who you are or take you for who you are, the question that you should raise in your mind is why are they my friend in the first place if they cannot accept me for who I am if they cannot take me as I am so ladies don't never allow people your friends and even your family try to paint a picture of who you should be you should always be who God created you to be and like I said, we have a special guest on today, Lita McCoy. She is the founder of the Glow Code broad, Radio Broadcasting Network and also Imperial Nation, an Imperial 
Nation Institution. I'm not sure if she's here with us on today. Lady McCoy, are you there? Until she gets on, um, I'm going to call upon one of my dearest, dearest friends, Lady Denicia Barons, to come. And I want her to share with you all about her network for women, if she's able to. Blessings to you, Apostle Sharita. I was so happy to be able to get on the call today. And thank God for you always. I have a network. Well, I'm doing a bunch of stuff now. It seems like I'm everywhere. But we just praise God. Praise God for uh, Jewel Ministries, which I've been doing for 12 years. And that's Jesus and Trusted Women Enjoying Life. And I have a phone call that I do once a month on the second Thursday of each month. Then I have D.A. Burns uh, Ministries. We are all about encouraging women to go and grow. You know, the wonderful thing about us as women is that we can come together and not and it not be about gossip and backbiting and backstabbing, but then we can actually come together like me and Sharita do and lift each other up and just be women in the Lord and pressing forward to the mark of the high calling. That's what it's about. It's not about the backbiting, the backstabbing, the gossiping, and all of those things that the world would like us to believe it's about. It's about us helping each other, empowering one another in faith to continue to go on to fulfill our destinies. So I love that about uh, Prophet Sharita's ministries. We're all about empowerment. I'm about empowerment. Um, I have D.A. Burns ministries are going on and I just started, I haven't done the church launch yet, but we are doing a Bible study every Monday at 7 p.m. via the teleconference line and it's with Soterian Sanctuary International Ministries and it's not the church as usual it's a church without walls and I'm looking for a warehouse building so that I can become a distribution center for Jesus that's the mission. If you need food, you can come and get it. If you need spiritual food, you can come and get it. If you need uh, a safe place, you can come and get it. So these are the things that I know that my vision is very, very similar uh, to Prophet Sharita Barrett's vision. We are all about empowering men and women of God to go forth and to be the best that they can be. You can find out more information about any of these things that I'm about in. And I'm out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, via my website, D.A. Burns, men, M-I-N, uh, burns.org, I'm sorry, D.A. Burns.org, and my email is D.A. Burns, M-I-N, at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharita, for allowing me the opportunity to tell a little bit about uh, my organization. Amen. Um, before we move on, I'm going to ask this lady McCoy there with us on this afternoon. Okay, I want to ask um, Prophet Denicia, if she can, can you tell us what attitude, if you can, I'm sorry, y'all had myself on me, <laughs> but nonetheless, I'm going to ask this lady McCoy there with us on this afternoon. Amen. I'm going to ask um, Prophet Denicia, if you can, can you sum up attitude, contentment, encouragement, and spiritual growth and renewal pertaining to women? Because I've noticed that a lot of women, especially in the time that that we are living in today, we need a, a lot of support in you know, there's not enough support groups out there for women. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about support groups where, um, for different things such as, um, um, if you deal with certain circumstances, but I'm talking about support groups that are geared to women that are deeply wounded on the inside from, you know, previous relationships from hurt, pain, and um, from this inner, inner, deep inner, inner, inner wounds that they never have dealt with, stemming from all the way back from their childhood. Okay. One of the things about us is that we're so busy as women that we tend to take on so much 
And when you say with attitude and contentment, I think of all those things. We're so busy in the process of doing and being and keeping and going and all these things, you know, all these adjectives. I should have heard that when we're in the process of that we don't take the time out to address our issues. So what happens is is that over time, you know, our issues uh, start to come to the forefront. You know, we can start off like uh, as children. That's like years ago. You know, I was I was a victim of rape. You know, at fifteen, it was like a date rape, which is something they didn't talk about back in my day. Uh, you didn't deal with really and you know so you know rather than deal with anything I just I call them pocket I just touch it into a pocket you know kind of zipped the pocket up went on about my business you know and went on into life well eventually life catches up with you and that was a traumatic circumstance that wasn't revealed wasn't discussed wasn't delivered from didn't get treatment for and you know and then you know I go on I get married I, be, I have children and I have son, you know, I have all these issues, you know, that, I, that I, now I got this pocket along with some other pockets. And what happens is eventually it comes, it leaks out. It leaks out somewhere into our being. And if we're not, uh, uh, if we don't catch it, it alters our attitude. It alters who I was as a person. It changed my, my uh, commitment, you know, when I saw things, I went through some domestic violence, and I can't say, you know, everybody says, well, it's all his fault, it's all his fault. Well, some of my attitudes and some of my uh, things that had came from as a result of that rape started pouring out and leaking and leaching out into my relationship. And with a person that couldn't deal with it, then it became like a domestic violence thing. So, you, you know, we don't see it like that all the time, and I can see it like that now because I'm looking back. But when I was going through it, I didn't. And so we have to understand that, first of all, we need to take care of ourselves. I'm in this big season. I've reached a certain age. I've been in denial about age for years. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> but I've reached a certain age. i reached a certain point in life. We go through life. We get God. We think we got delivered. And we find out we're not really gotten truly delivered. We've still got these pieces of us that made us who we are. And we don't know what to do with them, ladies. And we don't want to admit to anybody. And we don't know what to do with this stuff that keeps coming back up from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. As you can tell, I'm being on deliverance. You know, sometimes we have to go back. We have to go visit that thing. We have to go talk to that thing. And we have to tell that thing, whatever that thing is in your life, that it had no right to do what it did to you. It had no, no, nothing to stand upon. We have to address it. And then we come out and it, it, uh, then we have to alter our attitudes. We have to alter who we are. We have to change. And change is, is we make change difficult. We make change difficult. You know, we, we, we change because of a situation, then we change because of another situation, we change because of it. But what about if we just change ourselves according to the Word of God? What if we use the Bible as our, our reference point for our changes instead of our emotions? Because we're an emotional people, and we want to say, oh God, this happened to me, and, uh, and we just fall out. We either fall out or we get up and we get up hard. Or we get up cold, or we get up, something about us is just changed and altered, and it's not necessarily all the time for the good, even though we think it is because we're functioning. But understand, there is functioning is not always functioning at full capacity, according to the destiny that God has for you. So we have to understand that there's a difference in what's going on with us and how it's going on. And not everybody can run to a, uh, a therapist, a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. I'm not against them. If you need that help, you need that help. You know, not everybody can run to the priest or the pastor. You know, so I tell people, sometimes we just have to run smack dab into Jesus. We have to go straight to the Word of God. You know, and we have to allow that Word to work on our heart. And then some people come and say, where do I find it at? Where do I find it at? Where do I find this Word that's going to set me free? And I was like, you know, I have even been so, not have been so awful just to open my Bible and it just falls to a page that I just start reading. I tell most people, most women, start off in Proverbs, because that's where wisdom is. 
you know, start off in Proverbs. Get, I like to give practical application to the word. Find somebody who has some wisdom. You know, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people that we don't trust. We got trust issues, women, ladies. We know we got trust issues. But find somebody that you actually that you look at and their lifestyle is conduent. You know, I've had people walk up to me and they ask me questions and I'm looking like, oh, why are you asking me? And they look at me like, because you just, you just, I watched you. I watched your lifestyle. And I'm like, it's not that I haven't struggled. I admit I've struggled. It's not that I haven't fallen. I admit I've fallen. And I can only tell you, sometimes all I can tell you is what not to do. But in telling you what not to do can bless you and, and, and help you to not do that thing that I've done that will help you go on. That's why it's called ministry. So, uh, you know, when we look at, our, and then look at your attitude, she was talking about attitude, we're not content. It means you're not content. You know, a lot of us lying to ourselves and to others. Admit it. We're not content. You know, there's a thing that areas in my life I'm not content in right now. I'm dealing with some health issues. I'm not content about it. I'm not happy about it. I got attitude about it. I caused it. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm not eating right, not doing some things right. It, it, I have to take full credit for what I've done, but I don't have to beat myself over the head with it. I don't have to see. That's where the difference between conviction and condemnation come in. God will convict you so you can get it right. He said, baby, that's not it. That's not what you were supposed to do. That wasn't what I meant for your life. You know, the devil over there telling you, oh, it's your fault. You had no business doing it this way. You shouldn't have did it that way. That's not the way it is. You know, the conviction is gentle. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He wants us to get it right. We want to get it right. In our hearts, we want to get it right. We want everybody in our lives to be right. Let's just admit that. We want things to be perfect. We do. But we have to work on some things. We have to start with ourselves. If we don't get ourselves right, we really can't help anyone else get right. So with all of these things come a combination of factors that will help draw out and help us to be the best that we can be. And as we're striving to be the best we be, we we are such big influencers in our lives. I don't think we realize how much we influence the lives of our children, of our husbands, our spouses, our, our, our household. We set atmospheres. We are powerful. We're powerful in what we do. So if we set a negative atmosphere, it, 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 it influences somebody, something, or someone. And if we set a, a positive atmosphere, it does the same thing. And so we have to have a choice whether we're going to be negative or whether we're going to be positive. Because we are we are the outlet, ladies, that plug into the power source. And so we are the ones that we have to know where we, where we are and what we're doing and how to do it. And that's why we have these ministries. That's why we have these phone calls. That's why we have these things to help empower us turn from our thinking sometimes, sometimes our thinking thinking, and get our, our capsule right, and to encourage you that you can do it. There's nothing too hard for God, so there's nothing too hard for you, because He wants us to be the best that we can possibly be. Amen, 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 amen. I thank Prophetess Burns for um, giving that piece of wisdom, knowledge, and imparted into our spirit on this afternoon. I just want her to stay right there. Um, Set the Captives Free Ministry of Baltimore, Maryland, where the pastor is, Pastor Karen Bathia. Um, she would like to suggest a book for the ladies to read entitled Doors. Um, Set the Captives Free Ministry of Baltimore, Maryland, with Maryland. Um, the pastor is Pastor Karen Bathia, and she would like to suggest a book that she authored entitled Doors. Um, you can find it on Amazon.com, or you can get in contact with Set the Captives Free Ministry within Baltimore, Maryland. I will post the um, link um, to her book on my Facebook page and my Twitter page later on today. So. If you all ladies would like to order a copy of her book, please do so um, and to support her ministry. I'm going to see if um, Lady McCoy is here with us on this afternoon. Lady McCoy, are you there this afternoon? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Fine, fine. We're doing good. We're doing good. Well, ladies, our guest is here. Still with us. Um, um, ex Prophet's parents to stand by, but our guest is here on this afternoon. We um, 
talked about her a little bit. Um, she's the founder of Imperial Nation, and she's also um, the host of the Glow Code Radio Broadcast Network. She's all the way from Dallas, Texas, and we welcome her on this afternoon. Lady McCoy, we were just going over some things um, about attitude, contentment, encouragement, and spiritual growth. Well, we're going to open up the floor to you, and we're going to allow you to just have your way and, and impart some wisdom and tidbits knowledge some tips into us women and i hope you all women brought some pens and paper because i know i'm um, even with with prophetess denicia shared with us um earlier i hope that you took notes and be prepared to take some more notes as lady mccoy the floor is yours awesome awesome thank you so much i want to thank give it up to the most high for allowing me to participate on such a great call such as this uh, thank you so much, um, ladies, um, for allowing me to uh, be a part of what you're doing in this hour, to be able to speak uh, with clarity into the hearts of the women of what you're doing. So I'm very humble. It's an honor. I thank God uh, for allowing me to be a part of what you're doing in this hour. But to those of you who are listening, uh, I was on, and I kind of got on a little late. If those of you don't know, I do on Saturdays. I have my own gathering here in Dallas. So I had to kind of sneak away to um, get on the call. And we start at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time here. So I had to sneak away. And then right after, I have to get back into our gathering. So I had to let my personal assistant kind of um, have the floor until I get back to the gathering. But nevertheless, um, to those of you who are on the line, I was listening earlier to the um, to prophet that spoke so great uh, concerning what she was saying concerning attitude. I got kind of got on a little bit. I heard about that. Then I heard where um, Lady Barry mentioned about a book called Doors. And those of you who know of me, they know that I flow uh, eloquently in the Hebrew knowledge. And when she mentioned about the book called Doors, I was like, oh my God. That's excellent, you know, uh, because it's the door, there's different doors that's going to be placed before you during this season called Jubilee. This is the time uh, concerning biblical scripture. This is nothing that I'm coming up with. We're entering into a cycle called the Jubilee cycle where things are going to be released to you. There's going to be a greater consciousness released to you. There's going to be finances released to you so that you can move forth in the things concerning your assignment. There is going to also be a reparation release to those who are walking in obedience. So I love it when, um, I love to hear when everybody is flowing in the same thing. Uh, and I heard the Lady Barry mention about stores in, in the Hebrew alphabet, the, uh, alphabet that symbolizes doors is the Dalit, which is found over in Psalms 119, uh, and it means doors. So when she mentioned doors, I just saw the Hebrew alphabet Dalit, and that's exactly where we are in this season. We are walking in open doors. Uh, a lot of people look at dimensions as climbing a stairway, uh, you know, going upward, but Please understand that when you talk religions, it has nothing to do with going up, but it has all to do with understanding angles. Understanding angles. A lot of uh, angles, you started off at this angle, and you've seen everything what it is to know about this angle. But guess what? God is opening up a door in the same capacity where you are, so that you can go into another angle, so you can see it from a whole new different angle. So it's just like, uh, let's take a box for an example, from a third dimension of mindset, we look at that box from just looking at the width, the size, and the height, but guess what, that's the only angle that we see from a third dimensional mindset, but if we press into a higher consciousness or a different frequency or a higher um, dimension, a, a higher angle, we know that there's something on the inside of that box that we can't see, so we have to release what's on the inside. So I'm just grateful for what she mentioned concerning the book called Doors. But I want to say this to you. That was just a little spiritual nugget I wanted to share with you guys. But I wanted to talk to those of you who are listening about how to become a good mentor. You know, uh, to be a good mentor, a positive role model, it is to have uh, character. 
lot of people think that they can be a mentor, mentor and don't have to worry about their character or integrity or accountability. Character, accountability, attitude, all of that is, is uh, wrapped up in, in being a good mentor. And if you don't have um, accountability or don't understand what it is to be accountable, then you cannot be a good person. There's, there's somebody that we have to always be, uh, have uh, over us. I don't want to say over, but someone that we have to be accountable to, put it that way. Just like me, as I grow, I'm always a student. We have always, we should always be in the posture of being a student. And a lot of times as mentors, when we get to that level or that dimension where we see things from a different angle, we begin to think that, hey, I got this, I don't need um, anybody that I'm, to hold me accountable, I can do this on my own. And that's when we begin to mess up. Because now we don't have, it's like a, I call it a check and balance system. We don't have a check and balance system to help us to stay in right standings. And so that's the reason why we always need to have someone to hold us in accountable and always be in the posture of being a student. We should always have a teachable student. Also, we need to also be credible. We need to always be credible. Listen to that. We need to always be credible. It's good to know that, uh, like today, I got on the call and someone can go back to Lady Mary and say, okay, did you have um, Savanya McCoy on your call? Could you tell me something about uh, what she said or, or what she did or so what do you know of her? And so it's good to know that, uh, that I'm building uh, credit or being credible wherein Lady Mary can speak on my behalf or give me a good report concerning uh, what she knew of me. So we need to always be credible, be credible. Also, like I mentioned, be a positive role model. A good mentor will also look out for experiences, okay? Also understand that a good mentor is a trailblazer. A good mentor is one that counts the cost in everything that they do, and everything that they do. They count the call. They don't just do stuff. They sit down and they're thinkers. They think it through. They think everything through before doing. They count the cost and everything. Okay? Also, a good mentor also understands that it's very important to be honest and be genuine. Be genuine in everything that you do. It's not about money, it's not, it's not about how could I get the money or out of this person in order to mentor that person. It's not about that. It's all about having the passion to want to help somebody. It's all about servitude. And having that passion to want to serve and want to help. You can't be a mentor if you're just looking at it or saying I'm going to go and I'm going to get my coaching license. That's the new thing that's in I'm going to get my coaching license and I'm going to make $150 an hour because I want to mentor people and I want to coach people. And they're just looking at the dollar figure. But they don't have the passion. They don't have the passion to, to be able to serve and be able to help others to meet their deadlines and be able to help others to uh, burst forth what God has for them concerning their assignment. Okay? So that's basically what, uh, basically what I mean concerning counting the cost. You have to count the cost. You have to be prudent. You have to be prudent. Also, be careful if you know that you're in public eye. You all notice me. Notice all the photos that I put on Facebook of me. Majority of my photos are headshots. And, and I do that for a reason. Because I want people to not see um, or look at me as a piece of, of, of sexual candy, but I want them to see the quality uh, of what God has released on the inside of me. I hope that makes sense. Uh, because a lot of the pictures that I see on Facebook, and they're from leaders or mentors, and I'm like, wow. And I'm going to all of us say about that. But we have to be careful. We have to be careful that we're not promoting ourselves as sexual eye candy if we're leaders or mentors or if we're um, holding any type of title in ministry. It doesn't even have to be ministry, but it's business in the corporate area. 
Okay. Also, be careful when you take your pictures. It, it doesn't look good. It's my opinion. Everybody decided to be opinion. It doesn't look good to have you standing in your bathroom or in your bed, sitting on your bed. Okay, that's just not a, a good look. I want to kind of pull that in because I share that with all the women, even here in Dallas. Concerning helping the women to be polished in everything that they do. Everything that you do, even with what you're doing with Lady Berry, if you are a mentor with her, you have to represent like never before, even when you're not doing anything concerning what she's doing with the organization. You have to represent, even with your pictures, even with what you say or post on Facebook. You have to represent. Be careful because it's not just you. You know, it's just not you that you're representing. You're representing others. You're representing other women. And it's just a respectful thing to do. Okay? Also, let's also look at um, being able to answer questions. If you're a mentor and you're not able to answer questions, then you're not a good mentor. You should be, you should allow those who you're mentoring, you should give them room to answer questions. And you should be, if you can't answer the question that they're asking, don't just leave them hanging. Go do your due diligence, and if you get back with them, and if it's something that you feel like they should go and research for themselves, then share. Share. Be able to answer questions. Okay? Uh, also, I love this. It's great to provide fresh perspectives. Fresh perspectives. Give them different angles. That word again, dimension, angles. Give them a whole different angle. Because sometimes, we as a people, we, we keep things, uh, we look from just our point of view, like a, uh, within our box. And we think that's the only way of doing things is just dealing with, you know, our perspective from our box. So sometimes it takes someone else to give us a fresh perspective so that we can start thinking outside of a box. And I tell people I don't believe in a box. I just don't believe in a box, to put it that way. Because when I start saying, hey, I'm coming out of the box, that means I put myself in that box. First place. Okay, but we understand that there's no really no such thing as a box in the spirit realm. If God said He's all knowing, He's omnipotent, He's all present, that means He's everywhere. So it's you that just put yourself in a box when God told you that He's everywhere. So we should have the mindset of God. So it's time for us as mentors to put on the mindset of God. Okay, so, and I'm going to kind of go back a little bit. I think the first thing that we should put on the list is to change our way of thinking as mentors. Because I really believe that this, um, this age, in this age, in this fourth dimensional um, age, I believe that those who say they were mentors, they will scratch the surface of mentorship. And I believe that in this age, God has a set of people that's going to come and, and really show how mentorship is supposed to be governed and how it's supposed to be um, done in this dimension. And it's a whole different way than what we thought it's supposed to be. But if you keep putting mentorship in, in a box and looking at what others are doing, don't duplicate nobody else's stuff. <laughs> I just heard that in the spirit. Don't duplicate what another mentor is doing. Because God is trying to give you a whole different blueprint for the kingdom mentorship. But you you messing up because you duplicate in what man, that man-made system. My God. You're duplicating the mentorship from a man-made perspective. But God said, I'm going to release the kingdom mentorship to you at this hour. And it's a whole new different way of mentorship. And it's going to be aligned up with his government. See, understand that. Because we, we can get caught up in a, in a, a, a that man-made system that tells us this is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. And we're not even listening to the voice of God. We're not even birthing nothing that looks like kingdom. We're not even birthing nothing that looks like government. We're looking like church. Mm. Understand that. We're not looking like kingdom, but we're looking like church. I hope y'all understand the difference between church and spirituality and kingdom and government. Mm. Uh, okay. But so it's time for us to look.
look like a government of mentors. My God. Mm -hmm. Right. It's time for us to look like a government of mentors. Keeping government government mentors. Okay? Because if you understand when um when Yeshua stood before uh he stood before Pontius Pilate, he understood he was standing in front of a king, so he said, Hey, he said, Are you a king? Pontius Pilate asked him, Was he a king? And he said, if you say that I am, you know, he understood that royal lingo. So we have to get in the posture to understand the royal lingo in order to manifest uh, kingdom government mentorship. Okay? So there's a whole new different way of doing things from a higher consciousness that, that is waiting to be released in those who are willing and able to receive it. I'm gonna, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask anybody, do they have any questions? Um, before I move on with the last three points of views that I'm going to be talking about concerning mentorship. Um, Lady Barry, is that okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does anybody have any questions or anything that I said thus far? Um, I do. Um, I know, like you had said something about it's importance that you represent, and I find that a lot of women that do mentorship or work with others to mentor other women, they don't, it, it's, it's, it seems like to me they don't respect, there's no respect in mentorship. When it comes to mentoring women and representing um, an organization or a company or just a women's program in in, in general, why is that? Well, um, basically, and it goes back to what I mentioned. I think a, a lot of times we don't represent uh, or don't respect women, woman to woman, is simply because number one, lack of identity. A lot of us don't understand who we are in the first place, and so therefore we get jealous when we think that this person is moving ahead in quote unquote what they think is mentorship. And really that person that's moving ahead, the only thing she's doing is just doing what she feels she needs to be doing. You know, concerning birthing out mentors. And then you have this other person sitting there because looking at that person that's excelling with um, a whole bunch of jealous, jealousness and enviousness and because it seems as though that the person that's excelling in mentorship is that uh, she, everything is working on her behalf. But I think what it all boils down to is we as women need to know our queenship in the kingdom. Okay? Like I mentioned, everything deals with kingdom government. And see, when we get caught up in that religiosity mode, we start bringing religion even in the corporate workplace. Okay, we can't even do our work as a mentor, our work as an administrator, because now guess what? We got religion all in the office. Mm. You know, so here's the thing. We have to understand our identity, understand that, yes, you're a queen, and walk in your regal and royaltyness. Okay? And once you understand who you are, you don't have time to, to um, downplay another woman, disrespect another woman. And I get it a lot. But guess what? I don't allow that channel in or that negative energy to permeate my circumference or my aura. I don't allow it to permeate. And guess what? I continue to move forward and keep doing what I'm doing and, and keep it telling. And pray for that one that, that's trying to call the, the stumbling block. I keep it moving. And a lot of people are trying to figure out, okay, how did you come up with this and how did you do that? Because I'm always seeking God in everything that I do. I don't want nothing to look like that man-made system. I'm always seeking God as to God what the kingdom, say for instance, mentorship. What does kingdom mentorship look like in the kingdom realm, in the spirit realm? I know what it looks like here in the earth realm. I'm seeing that, but it's not really working. So show me your blueprint for mentorship from a kingdom perspective. And then once you key into kingdom perspective and government perspective, then he'll begin to give you the blueprint and the layout as to what you need to be doing uh, for mentorship. And then, of course, you got those who are still stuck in churchianity, religiosity, or whatever the case may be. That's where that jealousness comes from because they're not doing their due diligence in 
asking God for the blueprint because they're still stuck in church, that church my, my mindset. Mm -hmm. right. And that's where you get all of that. So you have to understand a third dimensional versus a fourth dimensional mindset. Mm. And that's what I'm basically um, kind of sharing with you guys. Third dimensional is church all day long. It's all about me. It's all about, hey, uh, man-made systems. It's all about just looking at it for what you see and not digging on the inside and releasing from the inside. Fourth dimensional is um, creating a whole different pattern or way of doing things as well as connecting with the source mindset and manifesting fourth mindset in and through you. Also, fourth dimensional is also saying, um, I understand that I'm not dying to get to heaven. God allowed me to be here in the earth realm so he can have an experience through me. Okay, once you understand that, then you can dif differentiate third dimensional from fourth dimensional. Okay, so you understand that God experiences, his experiences through you. And therefore, you got to dig back into you to release all what God has for you concerning his government. Mm. That's how that works. Okay? Mm -mm -mm. Um, also, when you betray someone, it's good. It's awesome. It's awesome. You see that you're mentoring, they're doing great. Why not pat them on the back? Pat them on the back. Don't be scared that this person going to come up and pass you or she going to be better than you. I tell everybody that I teach here in Dallas, Texas. And they call me Morley as teach for teacher. That's Hebrew for teacher. I want to see you excel higher than me. Let me know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a teacher. Yeah. I'm not here to hold you back and say, no, you can't go past me. Matter of fact, if I see that you've been a good student, I'm going to help open up doors for you because guess what? You're a product of the assignment. So that means others will want to know, whoa, where you get this teacher from? And guess what? That person is going to let them know, hey, I got it from Imperial Nation. And they're going to come. It's not for us to hold on to people and make people our own. People are not our own. Mm. You release what God has for uh, for the assignment, teach them, long they're teachable, teach them, mm -hmm. and if you can open up doors for them, open up the doors. That's what kingdom is about. Mm. Yeah. Take people through the doors with you. I hear a lot of times, if God, you can't take folk with you through them doors, some doors you can't now. But those who have been faithful, those who have, have put in the work, those who have learned, and you know that you can, you can say, okay, I can't go, but guess what? I got a student. Man, she's awesome, and she's better. Look, she's better than me. You're getting somebody that's better than me. That's humility. Walk in humility. I do that all the time. I got somebody that, y'all looking at me, wow. Come to Dallas, I have four or five great students that are teaching me under the table. And I love saying that. And I don't feel bad saying that because guess what? They sat at the skirt. They sat at, at the skirt to get what they got. You know what I'm saying? And when I say sat at the skirt, I'm not saying as though I'm sure uh, what God has given me and I released it through the attorney. They sat at the skirt of Yeshua, but they also sat at the feet to get what they were all they have. And guess what? God can build upon that. It's just like I'm just giving seeds and then God comes behind me, behind and water and calls them to have all the different um, level of understanding that surpasses what I've given them. Right. You see, this is how this thing works. This is how it works. It's like midrash. I tell everybody midrash. When we, midrash means to go back and forth. Iron shopping iron. That's what that means. And here on Iron Shabbat, that's why we're here on Saturdays now with my gathering. What we do, we teach. My husband and I, we teach. But guess what? We dare not teach without opening the fourth of midrash. Midrash means you've got questions or you want to say something that the fourth is open for you to say. And guess what? Because you said what you said, then the iron shop is iron. We go back and forth. And that's what builds the energy where it needs to be. <laughs> in the room, that healing can take place and deliverance can take place. There can be no deliverance if there's no mint washing going on. And if that one person just needs to say, hey, 
you know, it's all about me, you just cut it off right there. You cut it off right there because real kingdom government is unity. Being able to distribute as a leader, as a mentor, being able to distribute the assignment effectively and being able to manage and supervise the assignment. A lot of times we don't, as leaders, don't excel in what we do because we don't understand how to manage and supervise the assignment. We think that everything that comes out or be birthed through the assignment, we got to be in the forefront of everything. And God said, no, you give this piece of the pie, you train this one, you give that piece of the pie for that one to manage that piece. And, you, and so you have a well on your machine going because now you've got a whole company going. Or if it's a ministry, you got a whole ministry going and everybody's doing their part. Mm. So we have to learn as mentors how to distribute the pieces effectively. You know, okay, um, let's see. Be, as I mentioned earlier, always be, give, be always is wise to give a pat on the back, acknowledge achievement. It's great to tell someone you're doing excellent. You're doing a great job. You know, you know, always be positive. Always be positive. Be positive in, in that person's life. In that, especially if they're being mentors. Don't kill them. Don't kill them with words. Don't kill them. Be right before them. them. And guess what? They'll turn that thing around and want to produce better. But if you always talking, I don't know what you're doing. You, what you doing? You doing this wrong? You doing it? Well, you always try. Look, oh my God! You trying to make mentors? In so many words, how can I put it? God just put it in my spirit because you did not do certain things in your uh, in your assignment. Now you trying to make mentors to uh, or breed mentors uh, to to do what you didn't do in your assignment. Now you're trying to see your assignment through that person, you know, versus them coming to you with the assignment. And they said, this is what God gave me. And but yet, you so busy trying to discredit their assignment and trying to shape and mold them into what you think your assignment should look like through them. Versus helping them with their assignment. Don't make it sense. So we have to be careful, if we're going to be mentors, and if someone comes, I don't know how the mentorship um, uh, chart is here with Lady Barry or how things work, I don't know, but I'm just speaking from a religious perspective or also a corporate perspective. Uh, you know, you have people that come and they need, ment- they need to be mentored. And they come and say, okay, this is my the, um, vision God gave me, and I need someone to help me to birth it forth. But guess what? That person did turn around and just discredit everything that they've given them as far as their assignment. And then they go over there, they recreate the assignment and come and try to make that person birth that. You're going to have friction all day long. I'm be honest. Because mm. number one, that person would say, that's not my assignment. Mm-hmm. So let us be careful to hear what, our, what the mentees are saying. And then you be the leader to help birth Verse four. Okay, in closing, in closing, always provide helpful feedback. I understand, you know, uh, in my uh, learning, not all feedback is helpful. Not all feedback is helpful. We're in a time where people are tired of being talked to. Mm-hmm. They want to do action. Yep, yep. They, they come to you because they're, they've been trying to get it off the ground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ignore people that always did a lot of talking, but never really um, showed them how to manifest that thing into fruition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, if they, if somebody comes and say, could you mention me, that means they've seen your work, they've seen that, okay, like with myself, I have um, a local radio broadcasting network, 24-7 radio, we have... Um, Interior Nation Media TV that's going to be released the first of the year. Uh, we have different entities. We have Interior Nation Global Gold Banking where you can take your dollar and you can uh, transfer it into gold uh, through our gold banking. 
So that seems what we're doing, what we're manifesting as a team. It ain't just me, even though I'm the face down in the forefront. But it's a, it's a unit because I help bust these pieces into fruition as I'm supervising and managing, you know, these different pieces so that it can get done. Mm. It seems like it's a lot, but it ain't a lot when you know how to manage and supervise. Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.